0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fit Body Happy Joints. Today, we are talking about the most common fitness mistake that people make in the new year. First off, if you hear any crashing in the background, my husband is currently setting up a shed outside on our deck. So everything is fine. If you hear anything out there, just ignore it. I'm in my closet trying to hide. But uh, if you happen to hear any crashing in the background, everything is fine. So today, again, we're talking about the most common fitness mistake that people make in the new year. This mistake is why people don't stick to a routine and don't actually see sustainable results and feel like they're constantly yo-yoing. So let's set the scene. It's the end of December, early January. Maybe you spent the better half of December and maybe even since Thanksgiving off your routine, eating all the yummy foods. And if you're anything like my family, probably drinking a little more wine than you usually do. It's cold out, so maybe you're not as active as you normally are. So not only do you physically not feel your best, but you may have an emotional hangover too. So layer not physically feeling your best with beating yourself up for not doing enough exercise the last month, not eating as well as you normally do, maybe drinking too much. And then combine this post-holiday like bleh feeling with a new year where it feels like a fresh start. This is where fitness marketing will swoop in and take advantage of your current vulnerable state. They'll promise quick fixes that will make you look better and finally make you happier. So because you're motivated to feel better and we're taught that no pain, no gain will be the recipe for changing your body, You start a program that cuts calories way too low and adds a lot of high-intensity cardio. So think shakes and cleanses and being constantly starving. Think spin classes, boot camps, lots of jumping around, or even a running routine. Let's discuss why this routine, where you are under eating and overdoing the cardio that's overly restrictive and too intense, why this type of routine backfires and how to be more successful to ultimately feel better and look better. So this type of routine, where it's overly restrictive and overly intense will put your body into an energy deficit, especially at first. An energy deficit is necessary for weight loss. So these before and after photos that you're likely seeing from these fitness marketers are likely real. But if you've noticed, we never see the two years later after photo, likely because that person who had that short-term success is back at square one. They've regained the weight and maybe even then some, they likely have hormonal issues and joint pain. Maybe they even have a disordered relationship around food and exercise that they've developed from this overly intense routine and thinking that calories need to be really low. So they were on a temporary diet versus making fitness and eating a lifestyle. This is the recipe for never really changing your body composition and health, constantly yo-yoing between starting and stopping with intensity and nothing at all. So let's discuss what really happens with this routine and what to do instead. So first, energy adaptation happens very quickly. So increased activity doesn't increase your deficit very much. Within a few weeks of adding more exercise, your body starts to get more efficient and burns less energy than you did when you started. The constrained total energy expenditure model kicks in. And what happens is you stop increasing your calorie deficit from more exercise, and your body starts borrowing from other energy expending processes. So, for example, if you burn more in your workout, You may fidget less throughout the day without realizing it. If you've ever done a really hard workout that left you completely exhausted and fatigued, you might notice that your body feels like very stationary the rest of the day. And this is subconscious. This is the constrained total energy model at work. Your body may expend less energy with digestion or with mental processing. So your body is kind of trying to stay within this narrow window of calorie expenditure, even if you're adding more exercise. This is not to say that you shouldn't be active and you shouldn't exercise, but it's just to say that using exercise as a tool to increase your daily deficit isn't really as effective as we've been led to believe. Scientists think that this constrained total energy expenditure model happens as an evolutionary mechanism to keep a reserve amount of energy so that you're never out of fuel for important processes like breathing and keeping your heart pumping. So again, this means that you could be doing the work and putting in all the energy towards this really intense routine, but not necessarily burning much more than you would if you did less exercise that was less stressful on your system and on your body. Studies show that adding exercise really only can help you lose a few pounds and then it tends to level out probably because of this constrained energy expenditure model. So seeing exercise as a weight loss tool or a calorie burning tool is truly not effective or sustainable. So that's the first thing that happens is that your body starts to adapt from this new intensity or this new amount of exercise that you've added. The second thing that happens is that your metabolism will likely decline. When you are cutting calories too low and not focusing on protein and muscle, you will lose both fat and muscle. This affects what's called your basal metabolic rate or the amount of calories you burn just to keep your body alive. So if you were like in a coma, this is how many calories your body would burn just to keep you alive. Your BMR, your basal metabolic rate, actually accounts for most of your caloric expenditure throughout the day. But your body mass, how much you weigh, plays a big part in your BMR or your metabolism. So a larger person will have a higher BMR, a smaller person will have a lower BMR. So when you have less body mass, your BMR declines, your metabolism declines. The key to exercise is to keep your BMR high, as high as possible by adding muscle or at least at the very least maintaining the muscle that you have so that your BMR isn't tanking. So when you're losing mass, both fat and muscle from doing too much calorie cutting and too much cardio, your basal metabolic rate is now lower. So you have to continue to cut calories just to maintain. Because when you're in this energy deficit, your body is not only burning fat, but you're also losing muscle. Anytime there's extra tissue on your body that you aren't needing or using, your body will break that down when it's in an energy deficit. So unless you are intentionally strength training, which takes intentional effort, it's not just like lifting weights fast at a Barry's Boot Camp class, that's more cardio, you likely are going to lose both fat and muscle, which will affect your BMR. So maybe you're a couple of months into this intense routine and you notice that you're starting to plateau, even though you're eating the same and you're doing the same amount of exercise, but adding more exercise at that point likely won't do much for your body since your body has adapted to this increase in activity. Like what I was t- speaking about before with the constrained total energy expenditure model. So you aren't really expending as many calories as you did when you very first started this routine. So your body has adapted its energy expenditure. Your metabolism is potentially less because you've lost both fat and muscle. And then burnout starts to set in and you're left in a worse position than when you started. So maybe a few weeks or a couple months in, you're working hard, but you're not burning as much as you did in the beginning. Your metabolism is now lower. So you have to continue to cut your calories lower just to maintain. Your body likely doesn't feel great because of the high intensity and high repetition. This is the place where many people burn out and quit because this type of routine is just brutal and really hard to sustain. So when you go back to eating how you normally do pre-diet, or often people will binge because their body's in starvation mode, you will likely not only gain the weight back as what you started, but you might even gain more back since your metabolism is now lower. So this is truly the downward spiral that so many people get stuck on. And it's really no one's fault because we're conditioned to believe that this is the recipe. But here's what I recommend that will allow you to be successful from the jump. Focus on eating enough and building muscle. Fat loss is mainly the role of nutrition, not adding a lot of exercise. But if body composition changes are your goal, I really like a body recomposition approach for most people. And this takes a bit longer than just losing fat or just building muscle, but I think it's more sustainable and I really like it for several reasons. So the first reason is that you have to eat enough to change your body composition. So body recomposition means losing fat and gaining muscle at the same time. You have to eat enough in order for this to happen. If you're not eating enough protein, you will not see muscle growth. I changed my body composition this year. I body recomped this year. So I lost fat and gained muscle. And I really had to focus on my protein without even changing my workouts. And I talked all about my experience with body recomposition in last week's episode if you want to go back and listen to that. But at the beginning, when I first started this, I felt like I was eating a lot because of all the protein. I had to get a lot of protein. So I felt like I was eating a lot. So it's really filling. It's really sustainable since you don't feel like you're starving all the time. So that's the first reason why I really like a body recomposition approach. The second reason I really like it is because you're forced to go a little slower. Slow change is sustainable change. It's not sexy. It doesn't sell as much. But when you take your time, you actually create lifestyle changes that you can stick to. And this means you'll be able to sustain these. This means that you'll slowly be progressing throughout your entire life. Willpower only lasts so long before you burn out physically or emotionally. I think we've all probably been there at one point or another. So you know that these really intense routines just truly don't work. When you're in a rush, that's when you burn out and you constantly feel like you're yo-yoing. So I like body recomposition because it forces you to slow down a little bit, tinker, play, take your time. And then lastly, I like a body recomposition approach because you're forced to get smarter about your training. When you are focused on building muscle and you're not concerned about how many calories your workouts are burning, not only will you feel better, but you have to work smarter, not harder. You have to have more structure in your routine. You can't overuse muscles. You can't just go to random fitness classes and expect to see the same results. You have to take recovery days and overworking and adding too much exercise is counterproductive. So I really like this body recomposition approach. You have to eat enough. You're forced to go a little slower and play and take your time and learn and get data. And you're forced to get smarter about your training instead of just trying to work harder. So, in the new year, please don't make the mistake of thinking that you need to really rev up intensity and really cut calories. I hope that this episode gave you some inspiration towards the working smarter, not harder approach. And I highly recommend vowing to yourself this year, if it is a year where you want to change your lifestyle around fitness, to see it as lifestyle changes instead of seeing exercise as something that you just do temporarily. I'm speaking more about body recomposition and how to build muscle without overworking in a free workshop that I'm hosting on January 2nd, 2023. This will be just like an educational workshop where you can come live. Um, If you're a member, you can ask questions. If you're not a member, you won't be able to ask questions, but you can always join our trial so that you can get in there and ask your questions. If you are not a member, again, you can come live and view it, but you won't get the replay. If you are a member, you will get the replay. So if you're listening to this episode after January 2nd, 2023, you can always join our free trial and watch the workshop. So if you're listening to this later after the workshop has gone live, the workshop will already be posted on the membership. So you can go access it via our free trial if you'd like. So if you want to learn more about this, about body recomposition next year, about really making fitness a lifestyle so that you can sustain it for your entire life. I'm giving you all of the tools. This is like the most comprehensive thing I think we've ever, ever created. And I'm really excited about it because it answers really a lot of questions and clears up lots of confusion. So click the link in the show notes to get signed up. And that is it. Hope you have a wonderful week, a very happy new year. This is the final episode of 2022. And we'll see you all next year. Bye for now.